podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Welcome to the Movie Movie Podcast, everybody. Uh, episode number, th- I don't even know, 35, maybe? Uh, That's what? a good number. That's a pretty good number. Uh, I'm your host, Tiggs, and with me, as always, Peter. Hi. Russ. Yo. And Alex. Hey. <laughs> that was your first normal, like, greeting. I couldn't think of a line. Yeah. I had one while I was watching Oz the Great and Powerful, and now I can't remember what it was. <laughs> and that is a great segue into our first movie that we're going to talk about this week, Oz the Great and Powerful. Can we get the rust down for it? Sure, you can. Oz the Great and Powerful. <laughs> Directed by Sam Raimi. A small-time magician arrives in an enchanted land and is forced to decide if he will be a good man or a great one. <laughs> In real? the first three seconds of the movie, he decides he wants to be a great man. That's true. He just keeps talking about it for a long fucking time. No, but what made him awesome was his goodness. What? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what someone said? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah, something... yeah. Since we're talking about the very end of the film at this point, you're right. <laughs> oh, <fuck it. laughs> wow. That was good. So, so of course, it, this is supposed to be like a prequel to Wizard of Oz, even though it doesn't really make a ton of sense. No, but they uh, really try to drive that point home. And one of the, they they do like the Wizard of Oz thing, which like people in the real world have like mirrors in the Oz world, except yeah. only like two of them do, and it, they kind of stand out. And it's a little annoying that not everyone else did. That's only because you only met those two people pretty much before you actually got into the Oz world. Like there was no chance for anything more than that. Well, yeah. I don't know. What about the girl he he was like kind of hooking up with at the very beginning? Wouldn't she make sense to be uh, played yeah. by Mila Kunis? Do you think that was what it was? I think she should have been. Oh, yeah, it would have made more sense. It would have played into it better. Granted, that would have been a little uh, on the nose, but yeah, uh, the whole movie's a little on the nose. Whole, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool that uh, Michelle Williams is. I liked it, um, but. I thought it was kind of cool that Michelle Williams' character in the beginning, Annie Gale, was Dorothy's mom. Oh. Yeah. Annie okay. Gale. Dorothy's mom. There you go. So I thought that was pretty cool. But then when the wizard meets up with Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, shouldn't you be like, I banged your mom? Yeah, well, dude, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, it's actually after the surprised. credits when they're riding away in the balloon and he just whispers in her ear, I fucked your mom. <laughs> That was yeah deleted scenes, but uh, the that, that's did, the one part that doesn't really sync up to Dark Side of the Moon. Though. <laughs> <laughs> um, did anybody see this in three D? Uh, I saw it in three D. I thought that the credit sequence was fucking amazing in three D. Cre- I loved the oh credits. the opening title. Yeah, yeah. It was really weird sitting there, even though I thought it was pretty cool. It took a second for me to realize. I was like, wait a second, I'm watching an opening title sequence to a film. It was cr- yeah, yeah. That shit don't happen no more. No, yeah, yeah. and that, that I thought that Movies was start now, really and then great. they have like the title sequence at the it end. Cold like, opens, like boom. Wasn't that exciting? Yeah, late title card. Not this yeah. one. I know. Uh, what you guys? You know of- whose title card? Sorry to be tangential. No, um, I hated the Hobbit's title card. I don't remember the Hobbit's. I don't title remember. Card. It came like fifteen minutes into the movie. It was too soon and too late at the same time. 
<laughs> well, I mean, the, I mean, they've always done like. Things should have been like. Even all like the way Fellowship, it's like the whole beginning part was supposed to be the prologue. Just like, like Fellowship started off with the, um, you know, the prologue narrated by Kate Blanchett, and then yeah. came up after that and said Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, but Hobbits you know, still it, came a little late. I actually really like that they do the concerning Hobbits in the extended version, which is the prologue, which is the prologue to the book. So, so how did you guys like James Franco? I don't I like what. <laughs> I didn't like him in this at all. I thought he was so. I didn't hate him. I wasn't crazy about him. I wasn't. I mean, I thought that he had some pretty awkward smiles at times, like really well, awkward smiles. Thing. <laughs> it was just. It was weird. To, it was almost awkward because, like, the camera wouldn't pan away from him, and you just saw it all happen. And just, I don't know. Well, I think the thing with this movie is like they wanted to do it in the style of those like old timey type things, but they didn't have people that acted in that way. Right. So it felt a little weird. Did the whole yeah. black and white to color transition work for you guys? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, just like, I mean, like, as a nod back to the original and sort of, you know, just a similar whole sequence, does it still hold up? Or do you, is it just, is it, again, too on the nose about um, this movie? It was weird. I didn't like going from a smaller picture to a larger <laughs> picture. I thought that was a little obnoxious. Okay, yeah. The black the black and white to color, I guess you you kind of have to, you know? Yeah, I feel like yeah. that's just such a staple of like that world. What that, like to not do that, uh, yeah. people would be like, "He don't screwed up if he didn't do that." Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the people in the sticks just yeah. like, "Why don't they make them Wizard of Oz like I want them to?" Um. Well, I I think one thing uh, that you can kind of tell with James Franco in the movie, and I didn't hate him, was that he clearly was like the fourth choice. <laughs> uh, like they went with they fire the first was the cast Spider-Man? they offered what Robert Downey funny. Jr. first and a, yeah. and think about that movie that makes perfect sense that would like a fast talking sort of cad and then uh, and then once he couldn't do it they're like oh Johnny Depp uh, just do this movie Please. and then he couldn't Johnny. Johnny, Johnny, what are you doing? Come on, Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> Come on. And he's like, no, J-Man. I'm doing Lone Ranger. Johnny, please. So then they get to James Franco and they're like, well, hey. the movie's about to start. Just be in it. Yeah, yeah it's one of those weird, work. annoying James Franco things in which he only seems to be acting like 20% of the time. So when he finally does it, it's so out of place and a little bit obnoxious. <laughs> um, and I got to say, like, I, I thought the effects when they could be, when they were good, they were really good, um, yes. But they were kind of inconsistent. Yeah, like when, like the whole thing when he was like coming into Oz on the on the in the balloon, and those birds look so awful. Yeah, yeah. They look like birds from the Crudes. <laughs> nice. I think the Crudes birds actually look pretty good. I think yeah, the Crudes animation it, looks good. Right? Yeah, but that's a purely animated movie, and yeah. this is a live action film. It doesn't work. Oh, now I yeah. get it. <laughs> Yeah, there's a quality that works if it's all animated, and yeah. there's a quality that works if it's only partially animated. Yeah. Exactly. It's like seeing Sully from Monsters University like walk through the movie. That'd be weird. I just said Monsters Into University. It. You could say Monsters University. That was weird. Monsters Inc., I mean. Russ go. brought to you by the upcoming Pixar feature <laughs> film, Monsters <laughs> University. <laughs> um, if only. If only we could get them. 
But I will say the China girl I thought was awesome. Yeah. Played by China. Hell. <laughs> Imagine. That would have been great. No, who did play that? Was it? It's like uh-huh. a girl named Joey King. But imagine if it was China. And that like China today, the, the like voice, though, China. like, <laughs> yeah, oh, God. It's sad now. Why did I think it was Sasha Gray? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that voice, that kid, though, drew me up a wall. Really? I couldn't stand her. Oh. They're so really? fucking needy. Jesus. Don't me in. Do all this stuff. Make me walk. Well, she's Get a kid. She's Get a kid. Holy crap. That How was... would you feel if you were made out of China and had a broken ass body? I'd be fine. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, You'd you be would. complaining all the way to the bank. <laughs> Why would he be going to the bank? To ask for a loan. <laughs> for to what? fix his <laughs> legs. <laughs> Russ has this amazing plot. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. I would that? watch that movie. Yeah, yeah that would be that great. Oh, I did like uh, Zach Braff, though. I thought Zach Braff was really great. Uh, I liked I liked his voice as the monkey, but I did not like that monkey's old person's face. No, I thought I I don't know. Why was the monkey a bellhop? That because why wouldn't he be? Yeah, it's, it's a monkey. Yeah, come on, it's like Dunstan. He checks in. I thought you, I thought you said it's a monkey. It's like dubstep at first. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too, but mostly Dunstan. Dubstep yeah. checks in is uh actually <laughs> this is the new Skrillex album. Get it March fifteenth. <laughs> Only on moviemoviepodcast.com. Skrillex oh God, does God. the soundtrack for Spring Breakers. Is it really? Yeah. All right, I'll see it. Can I get that on e music? What does e music still exist? I don't think so. Oh. They, had, they had a good gig going for a while and then MP3.com. Just, just Spotify. It's just so much easier. It is. <laughs> it really is. Uh, you so what do you guys think of the uh, the the witch performances, Mila, Man. Rachel, and Michelle? I thought, I thought Mila had way too much makeup. When, the when they, yes, yeah, I agree. I did not like, I thought the, when she like they turned witchy, when she did rather, it looked real bad. Yeah, the goblin. The, it was yeah. jar, it was really jarring. Yeah, because at least, yeah. like the wicked witch, like still kind of. I mean, minus you know, being green and having a long ass witch nose still kind of looked like a huge, like a human's face. Right. And this looked like a, like a, it was a goblin. like a goblin. Yeah. Like a green goblin. But I thought, um, I thought Michelle Williams was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though her and, um, the fight between her and Rachel Vice was pretty much like, uh, if, Return of the Jedi met uh, Fellowship of the Ring. I was going to say half oh, of yeah, the little crouching tiger. During half of this movie, all I could think about is how I wanted to go home and watch Return of the Jedi. That's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. But that's what that this whole movie just screamed Return of the Jedi. Were you just singing the Yub Yub song? Don't <laughs> yeah. I was, there was no one else in the theater, so it was just <laughs> that's what I usually do. <laughs> really, was it just you for this? No, no, there's there's a couple of people in the theater. Uh, I, every single time I've gone and see a shitty movie um, <laughs> for this for well, this podcast, if I've gone and seen it alone or even with one of you guys, I just, like, have prayed so hard that I would be the only one or we would be the only ones. We almost did it with The Raven, but then a couple of people walked in. Yeah, I almost had it with um, with uh, uh, Sinister, 
it was me and like two people on a date at like eleven o'clock on a Tuesday. I, but Sinister keeps you. getting retroactively better. I watched mind. Sinister again last night and I still like it. I I've, really? I've stayed up on the Wikipedia page for hours the other night. There's <laughs> not even a lot there. Right. Go to I it. Sinister is getting Sinister. a sequel. I know. Yeah. Yep. And then Sinister Two. The last uh, what Last Exorcism Two is apparently awful. I'm so bummed. I know. Uh, but yeah, this is. Oh, so so uh, my biggest back to Oz. Oh right, my oh, biggest return to Oz. to Oz. Oh, if this was Return to Oz or The Wiz, I would have been so much happier. Let's whiz on down this movie. Uh, my biggest <laughs> problem, uh, even Bruce though I, I'm not a woman, uh, okay. was that because you would think this movie is more girl, more geared to young women, that Mila Kunis's like motivation for like becoming the witch was like the most obsessed shitty girl character ever. Yeah. Yeah. That it didn't feel like that should really like give her some more motivation for going evil except for being just a ridiculously crazy attached girl who like just went nuts it's, at the drop of a hat. And like granted like James Franco was it you know totally a shitty dude, but he wasn't even like his whole thing was just like I'm I'm just I'm just trying to get some like yeah. that was his whole like that was his arc was him Swan going from like from like I need to like get it in to like I'll I'll be all right for a little bit. I need to uh, get in my heart. Yeah, exactly. Oh my but, god! Um, but Mila Kunis like she just went crazy like even before he was a jerk to her. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's true. like she was just like we're gonna be together forever now. Yeah, that's like. Yeah. And we've all been there, James Franco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mo- I mean, mostly Alex. Mostly Alex. All right, oh, you guys want to ra- you guys want to rate this? Uh, sure. I'll take that as a yeah. yes. Sure. <laughs> Pete, what do you think? I don't know why that caught us so off guard. We were like, "Wait, what?" It's, not, it's like I never asked you guys that before. What are you talking about? Rate what one. is this thing? What, where am I? <laughs> this isn't the Taco Taco podcast. <laughs> we, we were talking um, about that this weekend. You missed it. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about that this weekend, Pete. Tiggs was looking to buy taconews.com. Yeah, it was way too much money. $11,000? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> you missed a lot this weekend, but what would you rate uh, as the Great and Powerful? I need to know about Taco News. We'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> okay, where were we? Um, oh, are you asking me how would I rate it? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. How would I rate it? Rate it for like personally or professionally, um, I would. I, I'm only going to give it uh, one of those things that I'm going to give it two and a half because, like, uh, watch my call. What is that other movie? We saw? Uh, Warm Bodies. This absolutely isn't for me. Mm-hmm. And though I do think it fails in a lot of respects, so that's why I'm only giving it two and a half. Boom. Especially if if it's you know if it's a movie for for women, especially, I really think you need to make Mila Kunis a more rational person. Um, and I think, especially with uh, Wicked being a thing and having the Wicked Witch, uh, be like a much different, more interesting character than they've ever seen, they really dumbed her down to like the most base uh, motivation. And I thought that was pretty lame. And also, as I said before, James Franco phones it in the entire time, yeah. and then when he has like a motivational speech, it comes off so dumb and annoying. But it's not for me. So two and a half. Uh, two and a half. What? Yeah. I'm sure. Did you say? Oh, um, I don't know. Uh, um, Should we just drop that whole segment? Yeah, why not? Monkey bellhops? I don't know. All right. (laughs) Russ, what do you think? I'm going to give it three and a half. Boom. Oh, wow. 
I enjoyed it. Movie of the year. To me, it was like I kind of <laughs> knew what I was going to get watching this movie, and I had it unfairly compared to Alice in Wonderland, which I think is a fucking train wreck of a film. Uh-huh. So the fact that I went into the movie and I came out and it wasn't Alice in Wonderland, I will admit probably colors a lot of why I enjoyed it as much as I did. But it's also like I might have had issues with some of the writing, but at least James Franco aside, the actors actually gave a fuck about the movie that they were in for the most part. Uh, so I like that. I thought it was pretty cool when uh, Mila Kunis' character like gets her heart all ripped out or whatever. It's kind of like dark for a kid's movie. But ultimately, this is a PG-rated movie for girls. Mm-hmm. Not even PG-13. This is for, a PG-rated sh- movie for fans for girls. of the show girls. So, oh, God. That's... Did you see this week? I won't even I, I've never watched it. Um, it's pretty good. But anyway, so I enjoyed it. I think <laughs> Sam Raimi did a pretty good job of handling a giant mess of a movie like this. So, I liked it. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Hey, um... <laughs> Hi. I'm going to give this uh, two and a half... Um, oh, jeez. Uh, I like how Alex is the only one trying. I am trying today. Um, for <laughs> once. Uh... Two and a half. I don't know. Two and a half. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying. I gave up. Just uh, men. <laughs> two and a half men. Yep. Uh, I actually, I disclosure, I fell asleep for a good portion of this movie. I was tuckered out, and um, but you know what? What I caught. Uh, I have to say, like, I agree. It's totally not for me. Um, it's it's very again. It's a weird um, kind of uh pattern of movies being trying to be very sincere uh you know more than just kind of like a you know ironic or detached like like we get a lot of movies for like teens and stuff like that um it was like it was definitely trying to be like an homage uh in you know an older style movie but i think that like the way they did it um they should have committed much further um because i think things like the end where like you get like a very like a very kind of smulty speech and stuff like that. It just kind of made me groan. Mm. Uh, even though you kind of saw it coming from a million miles away. I think that this is, you know, again, this is a movie uh, I did not see in 3D, but you guys can vouch for it. It was excellent. Um, yeah, 3D. I thought the 3D was actually, when they uh, used it, th- it was used well. I think, you know what, if <clears throat> if you're going to go with, like, family or something like that, totally worth, like, a matinee. Um, if not, you know, if you're morbidly curious about it, you know, watch it on, you know, Netflix or something when it comes out. Uh, I thought there were okay parts of it, but for the most part, um, it didn't really have me. Even their attempts at humor and a lot of their nods uh, really made me groan. Um, like there were like someone's like, I can make a scarecrow, and I'm like, oh, that'll come in handy. <laughs> like go oh, fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah. Like that stuff was painful, yeah. and they did that like three or four times, and no one like Pete, how was... many people laughed in our theater? Uh, little to none. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking for, like, humor and stuff in this, you, yeah, I'm gonna find it. Yeah, you should find yourself a Louise Guzman film. <laughs> Louise Guzman? Is that, like, his mother? Oops. <laughs> Louise Guzman. Louise Guzman. Louise. <laughs> now I'm imagining a, a string of films I've never seen with a woman Louise Guzman. <laughs> it's still, like, she still has the goatee and everything. That would be awesome. And the wearing, like, yeah, 
Just wearing a dress. <laughs> oh god, I'm into it. Oh man, <laughs> totally, totally into it. Uh, but no, and there was some and the cool face things. of Bebop or Rocksteady. Which one was like the hog? That was uh, Bebop. Bebop, because that's Guzman. <laughs> Look at them side by side. You think so? Mm-hmm. Look at them side Is that by like side. Like an internet meme thing? No, it's just I just Could thought about be. it. It should be. Okay, takes. What do you think in the movie? Uh, I'm going to give this two and a half evil apples. Uh, this movie was uh, like it was a. It wasn't even a wink and a nod. It was just like it was a constant fucking eh? knocking you on the fuck. He was punching you in the in the arm the entire time, letting you know what it was. Uh, and I, the, it did look really great, but uh, I, I wasn't thrilled with Mila Kunis's performance. I thought the transition to the witch was a little bit too quick. I didn't really like the makeup on it uh, at all. It just looked weird. Uh, I, I thought that Rachel Weiss, Weiss gave a, a really good performance, and. I, uh, man, I don't know. Are they planning on making another one? Yep. Uh, Disney is trying to fast track a sequel since it did so well. I don't well, know how they will do that, but well, we'll they look will. forward to I that mean, in 2014. So, can we get a rust down for our next film of the day? Stoker. Stoker. Directed by Chan Wook Park or Park Chan Wook. I don't want to be offensive, so I saw both. I think um, after India's father dies, her uncle Charlie, who she never knew existed, comes to live with her and her unstable mother. She comes to suspect this mysterious, charming man has ulterior motives and becomes increasingly infatuated with him. Wow. So this yeah. is a beautifully shot movie. Before we oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it's like incre- it just... Oh. Yeah, that, that, I already said it. It's a beautiful shot movie. You did. Say it again, Tix. It's a beautifully shot movie. One more time. It's a beautifully shot movie. Mm, now, that was the best one. Thank you. Uh, no, I, I again, like, I, I think coming into this movie, I didn't know too much about it. Just, uh, yeah, I watched, was... I watched one trailer, but wasn't really paying attention to it all that much. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go in as blind as I can can possibly go i wasn't too thrilled after the trailer uh but i was still very interested in the movie just because uh you know the the pedigree yeah exactly that's how i'm getting around saying his name because i'm not sure how to say it and i would say it both ways every time so (laughs) but i mean it's it's uh i have to say like i was pretty pleasantly surprised for the most part yeah definitely i really enjoyed it it was very good uh it's definitely like it's you know it's the kind of weird that I feel like is going to make this movie like a, a a hit for like freshmen in college having people over to the dorms to like watch something. You like were after saying, Donnie Darko. Yeah, this is what you were saying. Put on Starko. Stark. Starko. Put on Starko. Donnie Starko. Donnie Starko. Well, yeah, because I, I think like uh, similarly to to that. I mean, there's plenty of movies that do it. It the film sort of plays with your expectations mm-hmm. of what it is going to be, like even in the Empire. title. Because and maybe <laughs> that was just my fault for not paying attention to anything about the movie. But I'm like, Stoker is it a vampire? What is it? Yep, yeah, that's. And it. so, like, I'm watching the first 20 minutes. I'm like, when the vampires coming? That's Alex and I they were, were sitting acting there. like vampires the whole time. Alex yeah, and, and I like were... when he wasn't eating his meals, I'm like, why? Why are you? <laughs> why Alex? Why to... dead? Can everyone else see him? Like, Al- yeah, Alex turned to me in the theater and was just like, and I'm not a vampire. Just the entire time. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's always been like, uh, the, uh, now you guys got me afraid to say it. Um, 
that's what, been vampire? like his sort of style with like all his all his films has been like you know uh, violence and evil exists in like a real world setting and it doesn't have to be supernatural it doesn't have to be this crazy thing it can be really real people can do horrible things and I but think he like still plays it with that like he, yeah and he absolutely with that fact of like you want it to be something else, but this is just going to be solely people who are messed up. Right. So yep. much so that you think that this is, these are the people that those uh, fictitious supernatural beasts are based on, you know, like, yeah. like in the fact, you know, when you think about how, you know, all this stuff comes from like the evil of man or whatever, this is. And it's like, like a, a, on a long enough line, like, like similarly with a telephone, like it, there, it was people like this. Yeah. Who the stories just ex- like grew and grew and grew until, you know, they were monsters. And, yeah, exactly. exactly. At first, I was trying to, when you said it's like telephone, I was like, what movies? <laughs> telephone? It's like cell phone. Is it's what like phone trying to booth. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but I like this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, you didn't like phone booth? Yeah, come on. <laughs> I think like this type of role that Nicole Kidman played in this is like exactly what she should always try to do. Um, be drunk. a crazy bitch. Just be drunk. But I don't like. <laughs> Because I don't like her. Yeah, it, it was good to see uh, Matthew Good again. Matthew I feel Good like he just doesn't quite. I feel like he's like he's in his nexus, similar to like to Ed Norton, where he just doesn't get roles that he should get. Is he too thin? I don't. I don't know. He's just. Always, I feel like he's always asking for Final Cut. I guess <laughs> he's always asking for a copy of the software Final Cut. <laughs> right. But I feel like he's one of those people who should be doing more and I, just. He was, he was a yeah. great creep in this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and not since Leap Year has he been this creepy. I did not see Leap Year. I did not. <laughs> but the poster for Leap Year, look it up, really creepy. Yeah, that's true. I've yeah. been doing that. <laughs> that's weird. Uh, it looks like a whole completely different type of movie. But, yeah, I mean, I just didn't have a lot of negative to say about the movie. Yeah, it gets a little incesty and weird, but... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's a it's Fans a of park old boy, if well there's worried that there's not going to be incest in it well there's only the one sort of ancestral scene well there's there's like over there's tones of incest right well i mean to the, the point that it's uncomfortable the piano yeah. the piano playing scene is the one really incest- yeah, yeah, this felt- also has probably the most uncomfortable female masturbation scene since black swan I mean, that's but okay, that's not black flag, that's but, not incest. That's, that, that's that's her getting off on murder. That's I know, different. but I mean, like, but I'm saying that's the most. I'm saying that's separately. That's the most uncomfortable female masturbation scene. I don't think. So. I, I don't think this. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree with Peter, <laughs> and I would say that it's beautiful. Yeah, I for one am gonna disagree with Alex, who thinks that the female body is disgusting. Yeah, that's <laughs> just a terrible thing to say. I am. It's. I would. I support it. <laughs> I celebrate it. Uh, but no, yeah, it, it was a little awkward. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely some ancestral overtones in this movie, to say the least. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the the whole cast, I think, does a pretty good job. Uh, what did you think of the girl? Oh, me. Uh, she's what, just what so she good. She last. Yeah. What do I know? She was she she was in. Uh, uh, she was in Alice in Wonderland. She was in the new Jane Eyre remake. Um, what? Was that the girl who was in Lawless? She was in Lawless. Yeah. Okay. Wait, who was she in Lawless? She was the unnecessary preacher's daughter. 
Oh, brother. That, that, that Shia LaBeouf was all trying to get up. And... Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, for okay. no reason. Right, right, right. No reason in that movie. I was going to say, I thought that was Jessica Chastain, but I guess no, you're right. Okay. The other one. That was the other one. But, yeah, I mean, I, I thought um, the violence was really uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Like, even when she's, like, going downstairs to put ice cream away, I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> What's gonna happen? But that Again, was good because it was just tension out of like where there really was not going to be tension. It, it builds yep. it very well. He knows how to create a fucking universe or just like yeah. a, an atmosphere. Yeah, totally. And, and for a movie with like what, like three sets? Yeah. Yep. Oh, like, and yeah. Sorry. Go it's, ahead. it's very no. It's just saying it's very self-contained. He's able to make all those places like you. You feel them. Like they 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 feel real and they like. Um, you you feel really uncomfortable by him. It's just again so beautiful directed. There is uh, we talked about this immediately after coming out of the theater, but the sound editing and just the use of sound throughout yep. this movie is just phenomenal. From just uh, just sort of like a placement, uh, it just gives you perspective. It get, it's yep. it's really amazing. Even when she's like rolling the hard boiled egg around, yes, people, yes. I was Did like. I wanted. I wonder what the sound editor like. They must have been having so much fun, like actually making a movie where, where sound and not just music is integral to the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah like having sort of things be like amplified like that. Yeah, yeah. It was it's awesome. One of those movies that like I've always kind of like zoned out at the Oscars when they give away sound mixing and sound editing awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one of those ones. Like, oh yeah, this is like definitely something, you know. And and without being, you know, just like gunshots and. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that that sounds really cool, you know. Not really it's not really sound effects, but just the use of sound within a movie. Yeah. That it really is very prominent throughout it. And it, and it makes you know that it's prominent uh, just from how it's shot and, and what you're hearing. Like yeah. cuz it's jarring at first. Like within the first couple of scenes where like there's I think there's someone talking to her and she's just completely not listening and yeah. she's focusing on something else and then you know kind of how the rest of the film is going to go after that. And that's and it was really It was great. Uh, so you guys want to rate it? Yeah. Yeah. Alex. All right. Uh, three and a half um, vanilla chocolate twists. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, ice cream playing a big part in this movie, very weirdly. But uh, but I, I really liked it. Um, and uh, not, I, not mint ice cream either. Oh, it's the oh, good, guys. You, guys. you all are crazy. It um, is the worst. <laughs> Not yours. You're the worst. Uh, <laughs> uh, I liked a lot about this movie. I did think that um, there were times when <clears throat> I do think that, like, the plot, all that, maybe didn't quite come together. And, like, maybe some of the writing uh, wasn't as sharp. Um, I think it's still really good. Um, I think totally, if you have interest in this in this movie, um, or if you like the idea of a creepy movie uh, that isn't necessarily a horror movie but can feel like one, um, I would say go out and see this. It's totally worth seeing before you get stuff ruined for you. Um, like listening to this podcast. Like listening to the podcast. Okay. Oh, I mean, we haven't really ruined a whole lot. We've just said it's Yeah, creepy. we actually didn't. Yeah, we didn't really... Except vampires. Yeah. Everyone's a vampire. Everyone's a vampire. The world. All vampires. The world is a vampire. Sent to drain. Yep. Uh, No, but again, I liked it a lot. Um, I wasn't completely like crazy about it right out of the gate. Um, I think I do want to see it again, uh, you know, whenever it comes out on um, 
you know, Blu-ray or anything like that. Cool. So, yeah. What's uh, up? Peter, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Uh, I'm actually done with that whole thinking of something clever thing. Um, Me too. Zing. So it's three, me and you, yeah, Alex. This is three and a half. I thought it was, uh, you know, as we said, very well done. It's one of those movies that really makes you pay attention. And because it, it grabs you and makes you pay attention, that's where a lot of the uh, suspense comes from. And because a lot of it's very basic, but because of the sound, because of the direction, it you just you can't take your eyes off it. And it makes it more suspenseful or scary for you when it really shouldn't be on a lot of parts. Um, and yeah, I agree with uh, Russ completely that these are the type of roles that Cole Kidman should be doing. She's always been much better when she's understated, um, but then has a big moment. Like, I've really liked her in things like, uh, shoot, what was the name of that movie in which she thinks her son's reincarnated? I'm sorry, her husband gets reincarnated, like a small boy. Oh, um, yeah. Rabbit uh, I can't remember the name of it, but... Rabbit like, hole. stuff like that. No, Rabbit Hole is when her, her kid dies. Uh, oh, that's I, a gut punch. Eyes wide yeah. shut. Nope, that's when her husband is a dwarf. Uh, time to kill. Um, she was not in that. To die for. Of you to kill. No, to, you're thinking of to die for. Far and away. Okay, I'm Australia. Done oh, Australia. That's right. Forget about Australia. Uh, yeah. Moulin Rouge. The hours. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. Russ, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> the giggles tonight. Yeah, it's fine. Woo! Uh, yeah, Russ. What do you think, Russ? Uh, I'm gonna give it uh, four nothings. <laughs> I'm done with things too. I think it's a funny bit. I think it's a funny bit. I just can't think of anything lately. So maybe I'm I'm giving it nothing for now. Maybe I'll come back next week with something good. Uh, anyway, I enjoyed it. I really didn't like that. I actually had to give a fuck about you know every scene of a movie. Where there's a lot of times, like, this isn't a movie I would have gone to the bathroom during or uh, would have looked at my phone or texted people back because I do that sometimes. Um, but I thought it was good. I thought all the principal cast were, were really impressive. And oddly enough, I can't believe the dude that went down with the ship on Prison Break wrote this movie. I know, right? Yeah, that's right. Where's so Miller? weird. Agent Michael Schofield. And this is the only thing he's ever written. Wait, he was an agent by the end of that movie? I'm really kind the of. Show. They were all. I'm not gonna get into it. No, um, hold on. Get so into this. Who's, <laughs> didn't didn't someone get decapitated in that mo- in that show, and then it turns out they weren't actually. Uh, I think decapitated. You're of, I think you're thinking of Resident Evil. Well, yeah, I mean, I thought they got someone... lost his hand. Oh, Dennis Hopper lost his head in Speed. Is that That's what you're right. Talking about? Yeah. Alex anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. Alex, think about Speed. I enjoyed it for um, it's a horror movie that isn't a horror movie uh, and a regular movie that's, I guess, I don't know. It's a lot of different things all rolled into one. Uh, and go in knowing as little as possible, so don't listen to this. <laughs> nice. Oh, wait, you already did. Uh-oh. Oh. Get drunk. There it is. I- invite me over for drinks. There it is again. All of us, actually. And, we'll do a yeah, podcast but- from your house. So he can get apartment. drunk and spoil this movie for him. Exactly. Yeah. Do you want to hear about this movie? Invite us over. Uh, I am going to give this three and a half. Uh, I don't know. Really awkward belt pull-offs. Uh, mm. <laughs> especially in in the telephone booth. 
Uh, oh yeah, is that the one that like panned around his pants? Yeah, it was just like, yeah. oh, okay, that was interesting. Yeah, uh, this movie is, as we were saying, beautifully directed. Just beautifully, everything about the making of this movie is great, and it's just kind of the plot where I think that it might fall apart upon, you know, future viewing, just because I know everything that's going to happen, and I don't know if I will be able to be engaged as much, which is why I would really like to give it another chance when it does come out on Blu-ray or DVD. Uh, to see that if it does kind of hold the suspense and just kind of, and just to see if everything really hits as hard as it did, uh, the initial time, uh, it's yeah. again, it's, it's, an, it looks amazing and it's, it's really worth seeing in the theater, uh, because that the screen does everything justice because it, it, it uses everything very well. Yeah. Well, I think like, I think old boy holds up to a second viewing, Yep. but I don't, I don't think, uh, um, Lady Vengeance or Mr. Vengeance would really uh, hold up a second time around. Well, yeah. I've only seen Old Boy. Tw- I've, the Old Boy is the only one I've seen multiple times. Yes. Yeah. And Lady Vengeance, one of the two, but I can't remember which between Lady Vengeance and Sympathy I didn't love. I can't I didn't see which. Mr. Vengeance. I don't like Mr. Vengeance. I think Lady Vengeance is Lady Vengeance is, is the good. one with the uh, that ends in the classroom. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I don't like Mister Vengeance. Yeah. Mr. I don't Vengeance. hate it. It's just not that great. Yeah. All right. You guys ready to wrap this up? Sure. We are. All right. You can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. You can email us your uh, comments, complaints, your fake movie Fridays uh, to moviemoviepodcast at gmail dot com. And we are The Priest and the Beekeeper, an improv troupe that has a show the third Thursday of every month at 8 o'clock at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave. This month, it's March 21st, uh, you can come out to our drunk St. Patrick's Day show where Alex and Russ are going to be very drunk. Alex is promising costumes. We're promising free shots for people. We're going to see what happens. It's going to be crazy. We <laughs> do not this. multiple people. All right. Well, for person. Be the beekeeper sweepstakes. The beekeeper Someone sweepstakes. Is Many will enter, few will win. One will win. And uh, we do the show with our good friend and uh, stand-up Zach Broussard. It's called Pig Pile. Come on out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you guys for being here with me this week. And we will see you all. And me. And Russ. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. I need attention. On the Movie Movie Podcast. How are you sitting?